Hey girl, do you see the only way that the dial moves for you in your weight loss goals is either by sticking to a really strict diet regimen, that's the only way for you to see change in your diet, only to find yourself falling off the wagon and regaining that weight that you lost, and maybe even a few more pounds. Well, today I'd like to share with you four strategies that can really help you change your behavior around food and help you achieve the weight loss goals that you have by playing the long sustainable game. If you're in for it, stay tuned. Let's talk about these strategies and hopefully help you in your journey to break free. Hey girl, welcome to the podcast, She Breaks Free. I'm Tara Josie, a wife, mom, fitness professional, and recovered obsessor of diet and exercise. If you're ready to finally break free from what you're supposed to do and find out what's best for you, gain solutions on the diet that works for your body and learn fitness strategies to change your health, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more or connect with me in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Okay, it's time to put your big girl pants on, lay that cookie down, Let's get into today's show. So I think for me, I love sharing this idea of the strategies that can help us um, with our with our weight loss goals. And for me, you know, personally, the struggle that I had for so long was that I never thought I'd get to where I was that I, that I am today you know, the, the all or nothing mentality that I had, the way that I ate was so inconsistent. And I never really felt like I could get myself to a place that I wanted to be because I would sabotage everything. And the idea of moderation was so far away from what I felt like I could do because I didn't think I could do moderation. You know, I could never eat in moderation. If there was cookies made, I didn't eat just one or two cookies. I ate the whole thing. So for me, there was really no moderation because I really didn't understand how I needed to eat to be able to do that. And either I was restricting everything or eating or eating everything. And so especially where we're sugar and sweets were concerned is, you know, it's either all or nothing for me because I couldn't do anything in the middle. I was not capable of doing anything in the middle. Well, today I can honestly say that I am, I can be around the sweets and cookies and whatever, and I'm not going to eat the whole thing because my body is responding to how I feed it now. And my mindset has completely shifted. I, in my mind, and that's really where a lot of this is played, right? In our minds. In my mind, I am not having all these rules and regulations around food. I'm living in what we call an abundance mindset. I can have any food that I want at any time. And when I had that deprivation, when I had that restriction on me, it's like if somebody tells me I can't do something, I'm going to want to do it, right? So if I put the own restriction on myself, that just makes me want to go have it that much more. And I can't stop thinking about it until I've had it. And then I end up overeating it. And there I am playing that whole shame judgment game all over again. So how did I finally get to where I am today? And really through lots of prayer, lots of seeking God, lots of trial and error and really finding out what works. I tried so many different 
programs and really found myself uh, these last several years within two different programs, one leading me to the other, one called the Fat Life, Fat Loss Lifestyle School with Leslie Ann Quillen. It's fabulous. I went through that school several years ago and really kind of brought me to a place that was freeing. And through that, got connected with Jill Coleman, who who does Moderation 365. These two, I consider folks that have mentored and poured into what I do today and how I, I view food, how I live and um, see food and that relationship with food. It's really been a huge benefit to my journey and would, would just love to share that with you today in these four strategies. I hope that um, you find something here that you can grab a hold of. So if you need to write these down, grab a notebook, four strategies that can help you achieve your goals, but it is the long game. You know, there's nothing shiny and beautiful about this quick. There, there's nothing about this that is flashy like a lot of these diets that people get on, a lot of these programs that promise to lose, you know, 20 pounds in four weeks. That's not that's not what we're playing here. It's took it's taken me years to really come to this place. And we really can't expect to change our behaviors in four weeks. Some of us it takes it takes months, some of us it takes years. And so you have to be really ready for this shift, but if you are, it will work and it is sustainable for life and that's really ultimately what we should be striving for. So number 1, first of all, start with being honest with where you are in your journey. Honest an honest evaluation. Have you been on enough diets to get yourself to a place that you're just like I can't do this anymore? Are you are you the all or nothing? Are you either you're on or you're off? It doesn't, there's no in between. And you've, you've played these yo-yo dieting, like you've, you've lost the weight and you've gained it all back plus a few more. Secondly, are you maintaining? Are you stable in your weight? Maintaining your weight is not a bad thing. Most of us think we need to be restricting calories all the time. And you, your body simply can't do that. There should be periods of maintaining your weight and then if there are some weight loss goals, you implement some some a couple of weeks of of changing your diet in in small ways to r- try to reduce a little bit of that calorie intake so maybe you can do some sustainable weight loss. Thirdly, are you gaining? Where are you in this? Are you somebody who you just can't get yourself under control? You just keep adding weight week after week after week. Your clothes are not fitting. You're feeling uncomfortable. And of course, all the things come with that. The shame, the judgment, the the you know, the self-negative self-talk that we have in our mind. So first of all, get honest with yourself of currently where you are. Are you on the all or nothing wagon? Are you maintaining or are you gaining? Where are you? Secondly, take responsibility for where you are. No one else can can be to blame for where we are in our journey, right? We all make the decision to put the food in our mouth. We all make the decision to starve ourselves. Whatever wherever you are in that place, right? Responsibility. That's we've got to take that responsibility so that we can really grow and change and really own it because when we own it, that's when we can really see change. If somebody tells us what to eat, you know, for, for lots of people, that's real easy. Give me a meal plan. I'll follow it. I'll stick to it. 
eventually you're going to fall off of it because it's just the way it works. But if we don't own it and take responsibility for where we are, then it's very difficult to have sustainable long-term change in our life. So think about, first of all, your insecurities. You know, what are the insecurities that you have around food? Things like, you know, using food to, to fulfill something that you've had past emotional trauma or just the feeling of you're not good enough. Those insecurities need to be evaluated. Secondly, in this piece is your negative self-talk, like really stopping yourself when you put a pair of pants on that you haven't had on, or you put a pair of shorts on that you didn't, that you're just pulling out for the summer and whatever that is. And all of a sudden they don't fit like they used to. They're a little bit more snug. The negative self-talk that comes with, oh my gosh, now what's the point? Um, I can't even fit into my clothes and now I'm depressed because I can't fit into my clothes. Those things have to be quickly turned around to, okay, these don't fit like they used to. What do I need to do? Just using that as data to, okay, determine now what are my next steps? And thirdly, in this piece of taking responsibility is using food to fill something in me that food will never fill, Right the why behind using food, whether that's emotional eating, you know, hiding. I used to hide all the time, not wanting people to see. I was embarrassed if I went through a fast food restaurant, I would never, ever consider taking it into, into my workplace, letting people see that I ate fast food. You know, what, what are you doing that you're using food to fill that it will never, it will never fill. So really evaluating how that is and taking responsibility for that so that we can actually move forward and grow. Third strategy is begin to change your behavior around food. And how do you do this? How do you change your behavior when you're so ingrained in you, how you've done things for so long? First of all is mindfulness, is really becoming aware of what you're doing. There, have, there were days where, you know, if you've ever gone through and done food journaling, like, you know, if you'd like to do like my fitness pal or whatever, or even just simply food journaling, you know, there were lots of days where I couldn't even remember what I ate. Like you're just not just brain shutdown mode, right? You're not even thinking about what it is that you're doing and you're just going for it. We get into these habits and these behavior patterns and it's, it's not healthy, first of all, but just brain shutdown mode, but it really does sabotage what it is that we're trying to achieve. We're trying to achieve a healthier way of life for ourselves. We want to feel good. You might have some weight loss goals. You might not, but really mindlessly eating is getting you to getting you to a place of of where your clothes aren't fitting and then it's like this whole cycle. So being mindful about what you're doing and mindfulness simply is pausing before you take part, right? So it's you get into the pantry and you're like, "Okay, why am I in here? Am I really hungry?" No, I'm not really hungry. Do I really want something? I do really want something. Why is it that I really want something? Why did I did I not eat enough at lunch? that I'm, that I'm feeling like I'm craving something. Was my meal not really satisfying? Okay. How do I change that meal for the next day? So really evaluating how you do that just by simply pausing. That's what we call mindfulness. It's not some kooky thing that you need to do. It's just pausing, taking a second to really evaluate 
Am I hungry? Where are my energy levels? What are my cravings looking like? What do I need to do in this moment? Do I really need this food? Secondly, in this changing behavior around food is really beginning to identify behaviors that are really habits more than need. You know, some of us have nightly routines after we eat dinner that really are just habits. There's things that we do consistently on a, on a regular basis that we don't even realize that we're doing. Um, maybe it's a glass of wine. That's just a habit. You feel like it calms you down. You know, alcohol can really have a negative impact on your nutrition goals. And, you know, but sometimes in moderation, if that's what you want to do, then thinking about how to do that in moderation, but thinking about the after dinner bowl of ice cream or the after dinner, you know, granola or whatever it is that you're snacking on, um, could really be a habit. So think about what those behaviors are, identifying that as a habit versus something that it is that you really need. Thirdly, under this behavior around food strategy is recognizing when you're eating out of stress, emotion, or boredom. Again, the mindfulness of identifying, am I stressed out? Why, why am I reaching for food? Why am I going to food? The behavior that I have around food, is it, is it caused by because of these things, emotions, stress, boredom, and really being able to pause and evaluate if that's, that's, the, that's the cause. The last strategy, the fourth strategy here is to trust yourself that you can do this. You know, so often we just let the negative talk in our heads just take us off track. We kind of get ourselves in this place of self-judgment, shame, or whatever it is. And we think that because we are feeling the shame or we're judging ourselves, or oh my gosh, I, I, what an awful person I am, that that really motivates us to do better. When in reality, it doesn't. It actually keeps us where we are. Instead, shifting that to really understanding that this is a process, this is a journey, and beginning to trust yourself that you can do these things. Own own it. Take responsibility for where you are. Begin to change the behaviors that you have established in your life. Maybe it's just for a few years. Maybe it's just your entire adult life. These things can be changed, but it takes work. It requires you, first of all, to trust yourself that you can do this. That abundance mindset that I referred to earlier, that has really shifted my whole view because I would restrict everything that I felt like wasn't going to benefit me and my goals. And for me, when I restrict myself on things, that makes me want it that much more. You might not struggle with that piece, but that for me was a huge huge weight off my shoulders, a huge mental lift that I didn't have to think about the fact that I had to restrict. And when that was lifted, when I knew I could have anything that I wanted, then I learned how to just have a little bit, have a little bit that was satisfying and still reach my goals. That abundance mindset can be crucial. Any food is available at any time. Secondly, at every meal, always thinking about navigating the middle, right? When we sit down to a meal, whether that's at home, now you have a little bit more control about what you put on your plate at home or eating out. Typically, you're going to get a much larger portion than you need, right? But at every meal, 
Moderation 365, we teach always navigating the middle. This is moderation, right? You're not starving yourself. You're not stuffing yourself. You're, you're playing it right down the middle of something that's satisfying, something that's healthy, that you enjoy, that is helping you meet your goals, and you're not stuffed and you're not starved, right? You're navigating the middle. The third piece here is if you mess up, you don't go back to brain shutdown mode. If you if you feel like you've messed up, oh my gosh, I ended up having six cookies. I can't believe I did that. Well, you know what? You had six cookies. Move on from it, okay? Recognize you probably shouldn't add six cookies. Why did you eat six cookies? Mm, I wasn't really mindful with that. I just kept my, mindlessly eating them. I was in brain shutdown mode. I really didn't need the six cookies, but I just went for it. Be done with that, move on and shoot for your next meal. Shoot for your next meal, be in a healthy choice, uh, something that's going to satisfy and benefit you in your, in your nutrition goals. And really thinking about the navigating the middle and this, the other piece here in moderation is thinking about eating to 80% fullness. Trust yourself that you can do this because it is something that we all feel like for those of us who struggle around food is that food anxiety. I can't trust myself around food. And when we, when I, when I, you teach the moderation 365, there's something called exposure therapy is being able to have something in the house that you don't think you can have in your house and learning that you don't eat all of it. If you, if you have that abundance mindset. So again, if you think you've messed up, don't just run back to that all or nothing mentality. Oh, well, forget it. I, I can't reach my goal because I just messed up, you know, on this snack, you know, late night snack that I've had. Well, forget it. I'm just going to continue to overeat. Well, that doesn't really serve you. That's not going to help you reach your goals. And it's going to play that mental game that that cycle, you're just right back into it. So again, trusting yourself, giving yourself some grace, understanding that, moderation is the long game. Moderation is what you should be striving for long-term because this yo-yo back and forth, all or nothing is never going to get you to the place that you want to be. And, you know, if you think about it, if you play the moderation long game, okay, maybe you might see some weight gain initially, but over the long term, if you can change your behavior around food then you're going to stop the yo-yoing and you're going to end up in a better place than you were if you had just yo-yo dieting. For example, you go on a yo-yo diet, you go on one of these restrictive diets, you lose 10 pounds, the 10 pounds that you've wanted to lose. And in six months, you've put those 10 pounds back on plus 10 more. If you were to play the moderation game, you could do this maybe in a year time, and you would have lost the 10 pounds and not gained that additional 10 pounds. And you would have changed how you view yourself, how you view food, how you would change your relationship with food for the long term. No more worry about what diet you need to get on, what to restrict. Got to knock this out of my diet because I can't do this. I don't want to do dairy. I don't want to do sugar, whatever. You have the ability to now be around any type of food at any time and eat the same for you you can learn how to do that. If you're curious, if you're interested in the Moderation 365 way, would love to connect with you. Email me at Tara J, 
T-A-R-A-J at dietditching.com or come into our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. would love to connect with you there and answer any questions that you might have about breaking free from this all or nothing way of nutrition and being able to reach your goals in a way that's sustainable. It's not easy, but the work is rewarding. So I hope that this has blessed you today. I want to leave you with a scripture that I found today as I was doing some some time kind of thinking about this episode. Ephesians 1 7 says, He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave us our sins. He purchased our freedom. We are free in him. And I think that a lot of times when we have issues around food, we can certainly not be living in the freedom that he purchased for us. He purchased that by dying on the cross for us. And his kindness and grace are so rich. We need to receive that kindness. We need to receive that grace and have it for ourselves in order for us to grow and progress in our journey, not just with food, but in life. I hope that you're blessed today, that you receive something, and I hope to tune in together next time. If you have been blessed today, you can thank me big by heading over to Apple Podcast and leave me a written review of the show. I would be so grateful. Secondly, if you want to connect with me and others who are like-minded, go to Facebook and join She Breaks Free group. It's a private group where you can feel safe and always share your heart. I will be there to answer questions, provide tips, and help you in your journey to freedom. Here's to you breaking free. God bless.